Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. I can get four boards in one corner. I can shoot the three, too. Keep playing a little high school basketball. Man, <laughs> he would get roasted out there, man. I'd be throwing him around like a little rag dog. I, I, I always say that. Oh, man, I can make that shot. If he could get two points in the game, how come I can't? they like, you know, all my NBA boys go, no, nah, man, you good, but not like that. Welcome back to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. We're coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, and we're brought to you by Chase here in Lower Manhattan. We will have the NBA's best insider, uh, Woj, with us here at 7.15, just about 14 minutes from now. Jump shot, fellas, if you're watching on ESPN News. Real quick, guys, uh, let's get to last night's game before we dig into college football and what could be a really big story moving through the next three or four months. Key, you said Lakers in five. It's still possible, yeah. but you got to give the Nuggets some credit here. Really you, give them some you credit. You give them here. some credit that they, they continue to keep fighting. You know, they're, they're, they're like that rattlesnake that you chopped the head off. They're still moving around. And that's who they are. And, and, and look, Murray's not trying to go away, and the Joker certainly wants to make sure that he's in the next Batman movie. That's just what it is. <laughs> we have to play better, and our bench has to play better. That's it. I mean, they, they know what they need to do. They know Frank Vogel knows exactly what he needs to do to make the adjustments for game four on Thursday night, and I'm not sweating it at all. We know who the superstars are. Jokic set the tone early for the Denver Nuggets. Jamal Murray closed out the game. But the second unit is who won the game for the Denver Nuggets. Jeremy Grant had a career high in points, 26 points, but he also did a great job defensively on AD and LeBron James. Monte Morris made a lot of big-time threes in this game. And also Michael Porter Jr., you know, a, a very young player who's crazy talented, stepped up and made buckets for them as well. And it was that run they made in the second quarter where they expanded to a double-digit lead that they were able to really sustain throughout the course of the game. And their second unit took care of business, and ours got to match that same intensity. No question. That's the all. Lakers found themselves in their biggest playoff deficit at 20 points last night. Again, Woj will be here at 7.15. We'll go inside his thoughts on that series, what he's hearing. He's officially out of the bubble, so what was bubble-like for Woj? And Jay's Bulls have hired Billy Donovan. Jay, not too high. Eh. We'll go, man. Eh. Eh. I'm okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not elated. I'm not angry. Right down the middle. What okay. was what was there though? What was there that would have had you standing up on a chair? Sam Cassell. I mean, Ty Lue. Okay, Ty so Lue. rather Mark than Mark Jackson, maybe. So rather than microwave guys like that, which means reheat coaches, put them in the microwave and reheat them. You rather see some fresh blood? Yeah, I, I sometimes think it's time for that in the league. You, you see so many guys. It's like we're going to see Mike D'Antoni with another job. So right, let the let so you feel style. like I feel when it comes to the NFL. Let them sit in the corner for a little bit. Yeah. And, and right on the wall. I will learn how to coach. I will learn how to coach. Then let them come back a year or two after they figure out what their mistakes were and just get better. Yes. You rather see that, like a Mark Jackson, for instance, or a Ty Lue, for instance, or even new blood. And I know obviously this has to do a lot with relationships, uh, like any business. But even a guy like. Big shot Billups, right? Like Chauncey Billups. Like I, would blood, love, I would love to see somebody new, hungry, maybe Adrian Griffin, like an assistant for Nick Nurse, like somebody who is up and coming, who is hungry. It, it, I'm not saying that Billy Donovan is not hungry. And that's why I'm just okay with the hire. But it's not like somebody that I'm getting behind and I'm saying, Roar! Let's go! That's the one. I'm just like, yeah. I hope you don't say that, too. No. We need to clip that I was off. just trying to, you know. <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. That's how I feel in radio. football, though, when, when they go out and they hired Adam Gase opposed to finding an Eric Bieniemy, for instance, and saying, you know what? 
let Adam Gase sit in the corner for a little bit and learn his mistakes and hire this guy. And I understand with Billy Donovan, it's like, okay, you had a nice run at OKC. Sit tight for a couple years. Re-energize yourself yeah. and come back and find another team because there's some other guys that are candidates that deserve the opportunity. And Billy Donovan did one heck of a job with OKC this year. I know he got one Coach of the Year award. Incredible job over the tenure of his time there with Russell Westbrook. And look, he's done okay, right? I'm, I'm not saying that I'm disappointed or I'm angry. I'm just, okay. It's cool. It's like, right. the, it's like the food with bland food. It's good. I'm hungry. I'm going to eat it. But it could use a lot I of salt. Like, I would really want some seasoning on it. Yeah, you know? Give me some seasoning. So he doesn't like English food. That's pretty obvious from stating that. We'll try to get uh, Robert Pattinson hooked up with the Joker as well. So for the Batman movie, we'll talk more NBA at 715. Let's talk a little college football, something that's so near and dear to your heart. The big story in the sport, one of the sport's biggest brands, Notre Dame's. Essentially said our game with Wake Forest on Saturday is off. We've had seven guys test positive for the coronavirus, just in tests that were conducted on Monday. That kind of leads to a larger point key of, frankly, why in many cases we haven't seen more of these stories. The virus does not seem to discriminate. So you would think many more programs, maybe not to the tune of LSU, where their head coach Ed Orgeron, Coach O, will join us at 930 this morning on the show, essentially said the whole team had it. But the numbers you get, and I understand there's a lag on numbers in terms of when the test comes down and when the results are there. But are you surprised we haven't seen more of this considering it is spreading rampantly? The death total has hit over 200,000 in this country. You know, it it makes me scratch my head because of that. And, and some of these teams that are playing, you know, you sit back and, and Notre Dame says, hey, we 13 of our guys have tested positive. We're going to postpone our game this weekend with Wake Forest. we got an opening date later on. Let's take a look at that possibly. If other teams out there are not saying anything, just kind of makes me scratch my head to push forward to go ahead and just play. Um, it, it's, it's one of those deals where I've always said, man, I love football, love college football. I love watching it. My Saturdays are filled with college football. Is it really, at the end, is it going to be worth it? Because Notre Dame, let's say Notre Dame goes, how many games are they supposed to play, eight? They're in the ACC season. They're oh, so planning to play, play 11. 11, but that, that take the Wake Forest game possibly yeah. out. Let's, possibly just, out. let's just say that game's out. Let's say, they, Ten? let's say another game's out, nine. Okay. And then let's say Ohio State continues to move forward and they get six games, seven games in because of something eight. of their eight. What happens with the – Championship now. Some teams are going to be undefeated 11 and 0 or 10 and 1, and some are going to be 6 and 0 or 7 and 1. Like, what happens with that? Do who do you pick to go into the final four? Like, in the end, what's the end result, and what is it worth? That's Other great, than money. Well, that's a great question, right? <laughs> what there. is it worth? Well, there, there are two pockets here. What is it worth for the players, as opposed to what is it worth for the universities and the colleges and the coaches? We know what the answer is for the latter. It's worth a lot. Yep. It's worth a lot of money. To the players, it's still to be determined depending upon if, you have, if you're predispositioned to something. But look, guys, this is professional sports. This is, like, we have to stop talking about college sports as if they're not professional sports. And the one thing we know within professional sports or business is you're going to keep that manufacturing line going. You're going to keep it going. You need business to continue to go. Now, it, it, like, health-wise, we haven't seen as many things as and we've seen a lot throughout the course of the country, but just very much like professional sports, MLB, NFL, you're going to have these spikes that are going to happen. You're going to put out the spike for a minute. You're going to come back and you're going to play. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just where we are with the landscape of how we view college 
business. But see, professional professional sports, the athletes, Jay Will, you were getting paid to play. I was getting paid to play football. I, I wasn't out there doing it for free. And you know, there's always this this argument of the Twitter trollers that the education is to subsidize the financial. Yeah, not the case. But they, but that's what yeah. they try to. They, I know. They, the first thing when you look at your Twitter. If somebody on there listening to the show says, oh, well, they make money in education. Just imagine my kids had to get, I had to pay for my kids' education. You get all of that. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Yes, you have to take out a student loan, and athletes don't take out student loans because their scholarships are there. Athletes are also bringing in millions of dollars I, to the I university. I was getting ready to get there. Athletes are also bringing in millions of dollars for universities, Period millions that they don't see any share of and never have frankly maybe that'll change keep in mind play like a champion today as notre dame would say if you can actually play a game still to come we got a new head coach for the bulls we know how jay feels about it but who's going to fill some of the other openings the pacers the pelicans the thunder now that billy donovan's left the rockets the sixers the nba's best insider one of those teams is your favorite He'll tell you who's got the inside track. Woj is on the way. That is next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Before we bring in the NBA's best insider, not thrilled with this particular hire, Billy Donovan. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just indifferent. Okay. I'm indifferent. Sounds like you're not thrilled to me. Oh, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm not thrilled, nor am I thrilled. Like, it's, I'm right in between. Sounds like you're mad to me. I'm not mad. I mean, I, you know, our producers did bring to my attention that Bradley Bill tweeted out yes to Billy Donovan being hired. And seeing Bradley Bill in the Chicago Bulls uniform when his contract comes up, I mean, or if they make trades, I don't know how all that stuff works out right now because I'm not privy to the information. I, I would like that. I would love that. 
Is Bradley Bill going to be the answer to get Chicago back to where they need to be? I'm not sure. You're going to need to put other pieces around him. But if that's the case, I'm still like, okay. All right, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Beal was a Florida Gator. Billy led the Gators to back-to-back national championships in 2006 and 2007. For more on how this went down, you actually just heard his voice breaking the news there on the radio, ESPN Senior NBA Insider, host of the Woj Podcast. Woj is joining us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Brought to you by Shell, V-Power Nitro, plus premium gasoline. we got plenty of openings around the league to talk about. But before we get to those, Adrian, can you kind of take us inside the decision to hire Billy Donovan in Chicago? Uh, hey guys, good morning. Uh, yeah, so when Billy Donovan walked away from the Oklahoma City job, Arturis Karnishevis, the, the new executive VP in Chicago, wanted to meet with him right away. They were waiting to see if he would pry loose from the Thunder. And um, Karnishevis flew down to Florida to Billy Donovan's uh, home, uh, met with him just a few days after that, and um, really started to. Uh, try to sell him on the idea, get to know him. They didn't know each other very well. Two two former Big East guys, but from a little different eras. And, you know, Chicago had interviewed a number of guys, but I think for the Bulls, I think a big part of this was to have somebody who had done this job before. You can go back through the Bulls' run of coaches here, and, and you've seen, you know, a lot of, you know, either um, assistant coaches promoted – College coaches moved up, uh, but not NBA head coaches. And I think bringing somebody in to sort of just bring a baseline of a program there, and I think you see an opportunity with the Bulls, with the talent they have, that this should be a team competing to be in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. There's no reason uh, when you look at the group of Lori Marketing and Zach Levine and Wendell Carter and, and, and sort of that younger group there, uh, that has there, there's some talent there, and so uh, they really hit it off. Both Donovan and Karnishevis, uh, Mark Eversley, who is the GM, works in the front office with with our tourists, and um, they they hit it off. And I think the idea of that marketplace in Chicago, and you know, like Jay said, coming in, I think Chicago should be in the conversation with big free agents. They there's no reason the Chicago Bulls shouldn't be part of that um but to get your organization to that like being in a big market's not enough new york has shown that you know the la teams when they weren't run well showed that you don't big free agents don't just show up and i think i think there's a hope there that billy donovan can uh you know start to develop the group they have but just bring a baseline of we've got a head coach we've got someone who's coach of the year who's been in the playoffs every year um, and so I think for both sides, the fit, the fit really worked. Woj, would help, help me understand this, though. Billy Donovan said that he didn't want to rebuild at OKC, but isn't this sort of kind of a mini rebuild? It's, well, it, there's no question they're in a perpetual rebuild right now, but the difference with OKC and Chicago would be Chicago is cycling, or excuse me, OKC is cycling out with veteran players now, and they've got all these draft picks in Oklahoma City. They're set up well for the future, but like really far down the road. The, 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 the players, I think the players in Chicago are a young group that's on the, I, I think they're on the uptick. Oklahoma City, they're going to cycle down and then back out. And I think 
you know, I think for him, the five years, um, he was ready to try something else somewhere else. Um, listen, there are no, you know, typically you're not getting just the kind of job he got in Oklahoma City when he came from Florida with Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. Listen, typically those jobs aren't available and open. And I think when he looked at what was out there, but I think more than that, I just, I think Billy Donovan felt a connection with the people there and felt like um, it was a place he wanted to go to work every day. Woj, what else are you hearing about some of these other teams that are looking for head coaching positions? Well, Philly, which is, you know, I think probably the other um, job people I'm most intrigued with right now because of the talent there, you know, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and, and that group. They're going to start bringing candidates in. They've talked to guys. Uh, they've already started the conversations with Mike D'Antoni, with Ty Lue, um from the Clippers. Billy Donovan was a coach that they, you know, had wanted to talk, you know, would have brought through, I think. Um, but I think you're seeing in Philly, D'Antoni and Ty Lue, uh, you know, and then some of these other jobs. You know, Indiana has interviewed a lot of, like, a really expensive first round um, of candidates. Dave Yeager, uh, former uh, Becky Hammond, just a long list. I, I think there's Chauncey Billups is going to be a factor in that search. I've reported on that last week. Uh, he kind of fits the mold of traditionally what they've been, what they've done in Indiana, Isaiah Thomas, Larry Bird, you know, great ex players, leaders of men who hadn't, who haven't coached um, and putting uh, a staff around them and an organization, you know, both Donnie Walsh and Larry Bird still are consultants in Indiana. You know, they, Donnie Walsh made both of those hires. And so, and obviously Kevin Pitchard is the president now. So there's a blueprint for that with the Pacers. And New Orleans has really gone slowly. They think they, they've taken their time here. Um, uh, they haven't really started formally interviewing candidates yet. I think they've just been doing a ton of background on a lot of different people. And then, you know, Houston, I think you're probably going to see more of a veteran coach there for that group. I, I don't know that's going to be a place. I think they'll interview a lot of people. You know, Ty Lue, Sam Cassell with the Clippers are a couple – uh, a bunch more. Uh, they like interviewing a lot of people with the Rockets traditionally when they have an opening and trying a lot of combinations of head coach, top assistant, try to find people who complement each other. And then Oklahoma City, uh, again, a search that I think has um, got a long way to go with a lot of lot of assistants, a lot of different names. Fascinating. You mentioned it at the beginning, the old Big East rivals with Billy at Providence and Arturis at Seton Hall, and now they go from rivals to teammates in Chicago with all those other head coaching vacancies still to be filled for the latest NBA news and the best NBA podcasts out there. Love the Low Post podcast with our boy Zach Lowe, but nothing better than the Woj podcast. Adrian, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks, Woj. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Be well. He's the best. Okay, Zubin. All right. I'm starting to warm up. Did he well, maybe just warming me up. A little bit? He's warming me up. You but, know, look, it's it's going from going from Jim Boylan, and I think I speak for every Chicago Bull fan. Taskmaster. Right? It was just, right. it was exhausting. It was exhausting watching Zach Levine's face constantly 
uh, going back and forth between him and Jim Borland, some of these practices that you will hear about, Kobe White not starting, you, people wondering why the hell isn't Kobe White starting, our two best guards need to be in it, how come we're not getting more from Laurie Marketing? And I, I, I do hear what fans are saying to me social media-wise, like, hey, look, we haven't had experience. Jim Boylan, before that was Fred Hoiberg coming from Iowa State. Billy Donovan has win. I'm warming up. I'm warming up. Okay. For, for those that don't know, obviously you played for the Chicago Bulls, and people may not be aware of that, but it's also been one of those situations where you look at it and say, look, Woj said it. There's no reason they shouldn't be on the marquee with some of these other big market teams in able to attract high-level free agents, draft well, develop well. I don't know what it was like when you played, but I, you know, when you were watching Michael and when you were even watching the Bulls when they were a poor team, they almost always were up there like, at the top of the league in attendance, no matter how oh, bad the team I, was. But I'll tell you this. So from my time, I was only there for a year. I wish right. I could have been there a lot longer. Sure, sure. Uh, but the year I was there, I mean, look, we were called the Baby Bulls. Packed. Every game. Packed. Now, I was 95 and 13 in my three-year stint at Duke. I lost 13 games, like, in my first, you know, month and a half <laughs> with an NBA. It was shocked, but still, every game was at that level. Keyshawn, don't make faces like that. No, Why do I you just, get mad when I talk about myself? You talk I about yourself the whole show. I didn't show. say one word. <laughs> I didn't say one word. I just said 95 and 13. I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's pretty that's good. good yeah, I'm like. With the title? But when, I, but when I see Bradley Bill tweet about it, I'm like, okay, hmm. okay. You know, and I said it on a podcast before, like, look, they're not going to get AD. AD's probably going to stay in L.A., right? You still want AD to come out. And have a and visit. Take a, take a, take a look-see. Take hometown. a look-see. Like, come to your hometown. Right. Take a visit with us. Talk to us. Like, allow us to have that moment from a marketing perspective. And it is. They should attract big-time free well, agents. Well, like Walsh said, when you have bad organizations being run bad, great organizations in good cities and towns right. run bad, nobody. I'm not going to Chicago with that mess. But you bring in somebody with experience like Billy Donovan. Now you can have people start to say, okay, He's a good coach. You have veteran players that have played for him that have say, okay, well, you know, I'll mess with him. He's cool. And that's what you get. You get the positive side of things opposed to hiring somebody that they didn't necessarily approve of. But I also, I own this, right? So sometimes as a fan of a team, like you want that, I want that really big hire. It is. Gets you really there. big. Rawr! Right? You, you, you want that. You want that. But also after you have time to process a decision and think about it for a second, you're like, Okay, like let me hear more details. Let me find out. Let me do more due diligence. And I find myself now going on that ride saying, okay, all right. Like I said, I wasn't angry about it. I wasn't elated about it. I was like, okay. And now that okay is, you know, it's could kind you, of could you Could you trade for a CP3? Could you take that and put that on your cap to attract somebody else? If you get a CP3, maybe you could attract another big-time free agent. You make that trade, you, you know, you swallow that money. You go out there and you find you another big-time free agent to, or, or somebody in another trade to pair with him. I, I don't know if I want to bring CP3 to a team that's already guard-heavy with Kobe White and with Zach Levine. I, I like the guards that we have. The question is, what style of basketball are we going to play? And Laurie Marketing is a, is a player who is like, a, you know, he, he's so multidimensional. He can shoot. He can put the ball on the ground. He can do things. I don't think I've seen his game elevate the way it should have. But I think it's more about what kind of style of basketball is Chicago going to play than going for a guy like CP3 out of the gate. Fair enough. Marking in a Finnish superstar and a keys point, it would be another reunion between Billy Donovan and Chris Paul if it were to happen yeah. in Chicago. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin reminding you to check out ESPN Audio at home by telling Alexa to play news from ESPN. ESPN Audio at home brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Van. Drive a Mercedes-Benz Van and find out how far an extra mile 
really goes from customization service to financial assistance. Mercedes-Benz vans are ready for anything, and we're ready to talk football and college football with our Ryan Clark in one minute. But first, SportsCenter. Jamal Murray standing inside a half court, palming it with a right hand, runs his man through a Jokic screen. Jamal Murray's going to try a 28-foot three, and he buries that one as well. 28 points, 12 assists, 8 rebounds. Denver 111, Lakers 99 with 53 seconds left. In the sweet throwback Alex English Nuggets jerseys. That's Mark Kestesher on ESPN Radio. He's the voice of the finals on ESPN Radio. Nuggets win 114-106. They led by as many as 20. That happened to be the Lakers' biggest postseason deficit of the playoffs. In addition to that great stat line from Murray that Mark Kestesher just mentioned, Jokic had a, if you could mention this, a quiet 22-10. and 10. Game number four, Thursday, 9 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Key still hot, Lakers in five, which is certainly still mathematically possible. We just mentioned this moments ago. The Bulls have hired Billy Donovan. Essentially, Woj just said their GM went right down, met with him right after he parted ways with the Thunder. They had a great rapport right away, and that's why he's their head coach. Still waiting to see who will coach the Pacers, the Pelicans, the Sixers, the Rockets, and, of course, who will replace Billy Donovan in OKC. And we're going to talk about this with Ryan Clark here in just one moment. Notre Dame, seven guys testing positive on Monday, many more in quarantine. Their game with Wake Forest on Saturday has been canceled. Remember, they're playing that super heavy ACC schedule this year. Wake Forest AD John Curry did say October 3rd is an open date, quote-unquote. Both teams are available and not playing that day, so maybe they could make up the game on that date. But think about it, that date is basically just a couple weeks away. So we'll have to see if indeed that timetable is Enough. Sports Center is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone offers free battering testing, so you don't need to spend money on something you don't actually need. They're also the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries if you do need a change. Next time you're having starting trouble, start at AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. And it's great to be joined this morning by ESPN NFL analyst Ryan Clark. He's on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. As are all of our guests. Ryan, of course, played at LSU. Coach O. Current coach of the defending national champs will be here at 9.30 this morning. So if you're a Bayou Bengal, hang tight for that. Ryan, uh, we've got so many NFL topics, and Key and Jay will get to them in just a second. But off the Notre Dame news I just mentioned, you have a son that currently plays college football and plays in the Pac-12 at Arizona State. So take yourself out of being a player for a second. Become a parent. Put the parent hat on for a second. How do you feel about college football being played right now? I mean, they got him at school. They put him in class. I mean, and that's honestly, you know, the the way I feel. Uh, you you care about your child. You you want them to be safe, and you understand the the parameters or the the, the situation and circumstances we are in as a society. And and so I felt like this with the opt-outs. I feel like this with, with Jordan as well, that if they're going to put him in class, if they're going to have him on campus, if they're going to have him in school, then I actually don't mind them playing football, um, at least in those facilities, people are being tested. At least in those facilities, uh, there's been quarantine. I know uh, for sure at, at Arizona State, if anybody has tested positive or if there are any antibodies found, even for non-positive tests or negative tests, there's a battery of tests that these young athletes and these young men have to go through just in order to return to working out, to return to practicing. And so, and, th- and that kind of gives me a piece with that. I think 
if, if, if the, the, the decision was that these athletes couldn't be in school, it, that these athletes couldn't be around their peers because they wanted everyone to be safe and they wanted to make sure that uh, they, they kept COVID-19 at bay on college campuses by not having people there, then they shouldn't play football. If you can't go to school, you can't play football. Uh, but for many of these universities, you're putting these kids in classrooms, you're putting these kids in situations where they are around other students that don't have these type of protocols, that don't have these types of restrictions. And so if, if you're going to do that, then I say let them play football too. RC, let's switch to the NFL real quick. This week you are on record saying that Cam Newton is a better fit this year for what the Patriots want to do mm-hmm. than Tom Brady. Explain to me what you mean by that. Yeah, man, I caught, I caught a lot of flack for that on the Twitter. You know what I mean? And people man, are like, stop oh, Tom to Brady. Yeah, yeah. I I like Twitter, man, because what Twitter allows me to do is expose ignorance and just make my point over and over again. So I enjoy it. Um, Well, the the thing about Cam Newton right now is that his his, his physicality in the run game, his elusiveness in the pocket. And also, if you watch this game on Sunday night, the velocity uh, of his arm and key, you know, you know, there's a difference between playing with a guy that can, you know, be accurate and, and get the ball out on time and anticipate and then having a guy with someone who was talented as you were catching 50-50 balls who can make sure he fits balls in the small spaces, which is playing quarterback in the NFL. And right now, Cam Newton is better at that than Tom Brady. So let's look at the people that he's playing with. We look at his skill positions. Julian Edelman is his best wide receiver. Nikhil Harry, a former first-round pick, hasn't quite come along now. Jacoby Myers, a former quarterback from NC State. And Demir Bird. These, other than Julian Edelman, these aren't names you know. They don't have a tight end. That's a pass catcher. And we watched Tom Brady down the stretch of last season. We watched him regress. We watched this offense not be able to make plays because they couldn't create separation on the outside. So now you add a versatile chess piece like Cam Newton to this offense. Josh McDaniels has been able to revamp the run game, also revamp the, the pass game. So now you can implement RPOs, which gets you some easy throws. I just think that where Cam Newton is, in his career, especially being healthy now, which it seems he truly is, he's just a much better fit than a guy who's going to be a drop back, standstill quarterback who is dependent on the the talent and the ability of his wide receivers and skill players to get separation. And I think you saw that through the first two weeks this season with much of the same pieces uh, when you compare it to the, the finish or the end of the 2019 season for the New England Patriots, which frankly ended in a pick six. R.C., let's go from the AFC East to the NFC East and talk about these Eagles. Carson Wentz, obviously, has been, has been struggling this year. I know Do we have to, bro? Golly. I know decimated offensive line. Uh, you think we'll be seeing Jalen Hurts get some snaps? What do you think is going to happen here in Philly? Well, Jalen Hurts had uh, some plays this weekend. Uh, they, they were just more decoy stuff, running behind the quarterback for fake reverses so you can you know, give the ball to Miles Sanders. He's played wide receiver, and I think they're going to try to develop that package. I don't necessarily know if it takes on the form of Taysom Hill in New Orleans, but I do know they want to do some of those things. But Carson Wentz is the quarterback. 
Carson Wentz is the guy that got $110 million guaranteed. Carson Wentz is the guy you get rid of Nick Foles, a former Super Bowl MVP for, to make sure you clear the way so the team knows, so Carson Wentz knows that it's his team, and then you give him that big deal. So I don't think you see Jalen Hurts. I think Carson Wentz has to play through this. Uh, I don't necessarily know what the Jalen Hurts pick was about. If it was something for the future, maybe like the Jordan Love pick, even though Carson Wentz isn't that old. If it was something to say, okay, if Carson gets hurt again, we have a viable option at the backup quarterback. But you have to remember, Jalen Hurts wasn't even active week one. Sudfeld was. And so now you you look at kind of the way Carson Wentz is going. You still see the talent. You still see the flashes. But now you're getting him trying to do too much, push balls in the coverage. So this is going to be about Doug Peterson settling Carson Wentz down, getting him some easy throws, and Carson Wentz understanding you can't win the game on each play. Sometimes it's better to throw the ball out of bounds. It's better to take a sack so you can punt the ball. He has to make sure that every Philadelphia Eagles possessions possession ends in a kick. But I don't think Jalen Hurts plays anytime soon. If this thing continues to de- deteriorate, maybe later on in the season you get him some snaps to see who he is. But right now, this is Carson Wentz's team. Ryan, tell me about this quarterback. Obviously, you playing defensive back had to study quarterbacks a lot in your career. Russell Wilson shifted from, I don't want to call him a manager, but more of a a, a manager that kind of won a Super Bowl with mm-hmm. a defensive-led team to now an explosive yep. passing game. How has he been able to do that? Hey, man, uh, Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson's ascension and transformation at the quarterback position is kind of like his ascension and transformation on Black Lives Matter. You know, in 2017, he, he was an all-lives-matter guy. In 2020, he's hosting the ESPYs with a Black Lives Matter shirt. That's kind of what's happened with his career. You know, he was being carried early on in his career by, by a running game, by, 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 by defense. And, you know, Russell Wilson was a guy that we looked at as a game manager. He was a 5'10", 5'11", quarterback, third-round draft pick, who couldn't even start over Mike Glennon at NC State, so he had to transfer to Wisconsin. Now he walk out there, he that dude. He's, he's, he's Mr. Big Chest Russ. What, what, what did he say? Um, he, said, he, said, oh, he said he was the best quarterback right now playing, and he said that he had no boundaries, that, that he could do whatever he wanted. Why have a quarterback who could just stand in the pocket and do one thing when you got a quarterback who has endless possibility? And he said that's who he is right now. So if you even listen to the way that Russell Wilson's talking about himself, he's letting you know, no, it's not Patrick Mahomes. No, it's not Lamar Jackson. It's about what Russ is doing. And when they let Russ cook, it's the business. And that's what it's looked like through the first two weeks of this season. Dude has 11 incompletions and nine touchdowns, Keith. Yeah. You're playing against Stephon Gilmore, who haven't, who haven't, who hadn't given up a touchdown since 2018, and you going bombs on, you going bombs on his head with DK Metcalf. That's the type of confidence Russell Wilson has right now, but it's also the type of efficiency that he's playing with. And if we, if you don't have a ball bounce off of Greg Olson's hands that ends up in Jason uh, Devin McCourty's hand, this season's almost perfect through two weeks. And to watch his ascension, to see how he's gone from a guy who we looked at as can get you through a game, maybe make some winning plays, probably most famous negative plays, the Malcolm Butler interception, to expecting Russ to win. Every Every time he goes out, not because the team is great, but because he is great. And I think right now he's my MVP. And I believe that 2020 is Russell Wilson's MVP to lose. It's his year, and he's playing like it. Hey, Ryan, I need you back on the show, but I'm going to have to put you on the clock in a minute.
You know that, right? I apologize. My bad. I can't see y'all, man. You're a little long-winded, man. I want to ask you another question, but we got to get out of here. Don't worry, RC. You came out throwing punches today. My bad, You came out throwing punches today, RC. You came out hot today, RC. Yeah, that 2017, you talk about Twitter. I don't know how Twitter works, but I know you're going to be tweeting or something. You're going to pop it on Twitter tonight. Thank you, Ryan. Check those notifications after that answer about Russell Wilson. That is for sure. Still to come, much more. is that man. He said it. He went there. Much more NFL talk on the way. Paying running backs big money. Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey. All these dudes are getting paid. But with the running back position being devalued in a throwing first league, is it a good idea? Especially if some of these guys can't stay healthy. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Subin, the podcast. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Key, he may have indeed gone third person. That's the he, voice of Christian McCaffrey. For sure Jay. he went third person. <laughs> I thought because he said no one wants to be out there more than Christian, right? Is that what he said? Well, Matt Rule was there first, so that was Matt Rule that was saying that. Oh, that was coach. Matt Rule that oh, said yeah. that. Oh, okay. 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 But okay. the highlights showed. So, yeah, it made it sound like, based on how we cut it, that Christian McCaffrey was saying no one wanted to be out there more than me. Keyshawn J. Will Zuba. So it was Matt Rule, okay. his first-year head coach, second game. It's hard to win games without Christian McCaffrey if you're a first-year head coach coming straight from Baylor or no matter where you come or if you don't have C-Mac in your backfield. And then you heard Christian at the back say, essentially, four to six weeks, that's a challenge. He's got a lower leg injury, hamstring, ankle. We're still exactly wondering what it is, but we're not going to see one of the NFL's most explosive backs for quite some time. This is something that Jay wanted to discuss. A reminder, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. More football talk at 930. Coach O will be in the house from the defending national Coach champions. O. So, Coach O. So, Jay, we know this Man, is a let throwing that one league. Get away. <laughs> Key's mentioning when Coach O was the interim coach at USC, ended up at LSU. Things turned out okay, I would say, for Coach O. Better late than never. <sighs> Key needs to take a deep breath. Coach O, Just fresh off his 60 minutes appearance, will be here uh, at 9.30. Okay, so Ezekiel Elliott held out, got a lot of money. Dalvin Cook complained pretty much all year. I'm not going to hold out, but I, I need a new contract. He got a new contract. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey's got the biggest contract a running back has ever had. But that led Jay to kind of question to say, look, I mean, anybody can get injured at any time, but it's a throwing league, and these guys get to be paying a ton of money when we're moving away from the running game. Should you or should you not back up a Brinks truck for a running back, Jay? 
But why you say they're moving away from the running game? You know how many times you've said that in the last eight years? Think about it. In the last eight years, Z, think about it in your mind. You've said, oh, you know, they're getting away from the running game. Next year, come out, oh, they're getting away from the running game. But they keep drafting running backs and, and they keep them. paying them. So they're not getting away from the running game. Yeah, Go ahead. I, I, I never, yeah, I wasn't going to say they're getting away from the running game. No, but game. People, I, people every year say they're getting away from the running game. It's a throwing lead. I guess the question is, how do you value the running game as importance to where the league is going and winning Super Bowls, right? So if you were to look at it, and look, I understand that you're going to draft the best talent. You're still going to pay big-time running backs. But when I name off the list of running backs that have just won Super Bowls on Super Bowl teams, it gives us an issue to talk about, right? So Chiefs, Damian Williams. Patriots, Sonny Mitchell. Uh, Eagles, LeGarrette Blunt, Patriots, LeGarrette Blunt, Broncos, C.J. Anderson. Patriots, LeGarrette Blunt. Seahawks, Marshawn Lynch. Man, LeGarrette Blunt got a lot of championships. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ravens, Ray Rice. Giants, Amar Bradshaw. Packers, James Stark. So Marshawn Lynch is really the only one that's had a that pretty pops, right? lucrative contract. That really pops. Yeah. Everybody else has won a Super Bowl and a championship winning team. Hasn't been the highly paid or highly acclaimed people that some of these top running backs are getting paid big time money are. And I'm not saying that players should not get paid their money because I want everybody to be paid their money. But if this is well, the another consistent – another Twitter thingy coming at no, you. No, that's why, that's why I preface it that way. I'm just saying if you look at the recent formulas of success, it hasn't been with highly paid running backs. It, it, it certainly seems that way, right, that those teams, that those running backs are on win the Super Bowl when – Teams that have the Saquon Barkley's, the Adrian Petersons, they don't advance in the Super Bowl winning teams. What I would say to that is, depending on when those guys are in their contracts and what type of players we're talking about. You're talking about Marshawn Lynch traded from Buffalo to Seattle. They had to give him a contract shortly after they win the Super Bowl. But when you talk about C.J. Anderson, who is a came in as a lower round guy, not getting a big contract at all whatsoever with the Denver Broncos. But Denver's philosophy wasn't such that they wanted a top running back. Hmm. Well, you could go all the way back to whether it was Marshall Falk or whether it's been guys like uh, Sony Michelle with the New England Patriots or they take it in the first round or uh, New England took another back. I'm trying to think the same year they took Joseph Adai. Uh, Indianapolis took Joseph Adai. New England took a running back in the first round as well. They value running backs differently. Every team just value the, the when you talk about Saquon Barkley being the number two pick overall, what is the makeup of the team? Mm-hmm. Do you think that mm-hmm. Kristen McCaffrey it, down in Carolina went healthy is a key figure both in the passing game and the running game for the Carolina Panthers as they continue to evolve. Does that not worry you, though, about his usage rate, how much he's used? No, because you're considering paying him. The See, physicality so you of gotta, the game? you got to think about when you're paying him, though, Jay. You, Ezekiel Elliott gets paid in his fourth year. Therefore, his deal is a three-year deal. So he's got seven years, four on his first and another three that he's getting paid for. By the time you get to the seventh and eighth year – now, if you don't, you're willing to pay a guy those extra three, four years because of where he's at in his career. When you start to get past eight years, that's when you start to worry about giving another contract, a second contract, or better yet, a third contract. The first one is a rookie. 
The second contract could tend to pay you out three, maybe four years of real money. Now, when you get into that ninth year, 10th year, that's when you start to say, I don't want to pay a running back. I just think it's interesting if your offensive line can make a mediocre running back look great while also protecting your quarterback. I just Fair. Also keep in mind with a guy like Sony and Michelle, he may not have the big money, but he was integral to their Super Bowl yes. championship. Yes. So money is one thing, but impact is another. He'll forever be a part of a championship squad. You can't take that's that. Yeah, and impact Ray, for not the money, though. And Ray, and Ray Rice was major for Baltimore when they won the Super Bowl. You're right about that. At the top of the hour, should the Lakers, Keys Lakers, be nervous about another Nuggets comeback? Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.